we know that you wanted to be at the Fight Laugh Feast Conference, but you can't come all the days. We have a day pass where you can come on Saturday where you get to hear great speakers like Pastor Doug Wilson, Pastor Jared Longshore, Pastor Toby Sumter, Cross Politics Live Show with Jason Woodlock and Megan Basham. Join us for the Sabbath Feast where we get to laugh with comedian John Brannion all for the low, low price of $99. Sign up for the day pass, flfnetwork.com. Looking forward to seeing you there at the conference. Are we live? Huh? Obviously, our producer didn't know that. All right. Good <laughs> evening. It's Monday. It's Monday. It's one week before we head off to Cincinnati to the and then to Knoxville, Wait. Nashville, and then to Knoxville. What's happening in Cincinnati? It's just meetings. We got meetings. We got meetings. Hey, y'all. Welcome to CrossBall. Do you know about these meetings? Pastor Toby, Chuck Knox. I'm the mm. water boy. It's good to be with you. Micah is the word today. Remember Micah. Micah? Make Italy great again. Oh, brother. Which means Micah, Italy's oh, now no. now racist. Oh, now no. racist. And so. probably stop, hate us. Stop <laughs> sending your hard-earned money to companies that hate you. It's time to build a Christian economy, and Bobo Construction, Inc. is literally doing just that. For all your construction needs, partner with Bobo Construction today for any project in California, Nevada, Washington, or Idaho. Also, if you need a cool hat, their hats are really cool. Yeah. Yes. I wear their hat regularly yep. that they, they gave us. Contact Austin Bobo at A Bobo E B I'm sorry. A B O B O at BoboConstructioning.com or visit the website at BoboConstructioning.com. Whatever's fair and right, that's mm-hmm. what we do, Bobo Construction Inc. Okay, I got you guys to say real quick, Pastor Toby, we owe you an apology. Uh, this weekend, we made you do all the driving on our trip, it's and true. that was wrong. I got back, and I was exhausted, and I was like, but we made Pastor Toby drive, and he has to preach Sunday. What's wrong with you, Gabe? I, I drove for an hour. Yeah, you Just because he asked like, you to. He didn't even complain. And he just I did like, it all. I got in the back and I worked. And so if Pastor working. Toby like, has a bad read on something, it's really our fault. We should have yeah. probably been driving this weekend. <laughs> we, what did we make? What was it? Like uh, 10, 11, 12 hours, something like that? Yeah. 12 six hours, hours there. Six he hours. Ain't we, complaining. But we I, went to, for those who, we went to Vancouver. You actually can watch the show. We released yeah. it. Um, we went to Vancouver, uh, Washington. My wife, she got back. She's like, how was Canada? I was like, baby. <laughs> Well, baby, I was actually you I married was, the right woman, bro. <laughs> she did, she's like, she just knows when it's time for me to get home. That's it. That's it. So hey, I, was kidding. I was like, baby, I was next to Portland. I was in Vancouver next to Portland. But, same thing. Same and and uh, we did a live show um, uh, with Joe Kent, who's running for Congress right. in Washington. Excited, pretty excited about yeah. Ray that guy. Reynolds. And Ray Reynolds, who's running for sheriff in um, Clark County, which includes Battleground, Washington, Vancouver, and all yeah. that stuff. And um, both really um, solid candidates. I'm they pretty really excited are. about yeah. them. It's good to see, I think, this new crop of candidates that I hope doesn't fall into this establishment mindset. I really right. hope that doesn't happen. So, anyways, that's where we went. You can catch the show. Great, great conversations with those guys out in uh, Vancouver, Washington. So, or Battleground. Yeah. Battleground, Washington. Or yeah. Canada. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that might help make some distinguishing yeah. um, cities. So, so um, uh, prime Minister, we can call her Prime Minister now. Yeah. Yes, we can. Elected. Prime Minister, elected Prime Minister Georgia Maloney. Yeah, Maloney, probably Maloney. Maybe I don't know. Who knows? Italy, <laughs> my God, make Italy great again. She uh, got elected today. Today, Monday was the election, and and she's now Prime Minister elect. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. And and so we want to give a little background because I I know that Italy. I like Italy's pizza. <laughs> Um, 
Okay. Uh, uh, you know, they got they got this Coliseum there. You should stop before uh, we get real racist. Come on. Right so now. that's oh, what else? What else? Uh, stop. So uh, as Americans, we're kind of oblivious, you know, largely to political things going on in other countries. But um, so this is a little summary video of, of kind of the, the tension of her coming into office. Italy is revered for its history, reflected in palazzos and ruins and statues. But not all of that history is beautiful, and many fear that one particularly ugly chapter could soon repeat itself. (laughs) This year marks the 100th anniversary of Mussolini's historic march on Rome, plunging the country into two decades of dictatorship, an alliance with Hitler, and a second world war. Today, his fascist party is gone, but many say she is carrying the torch. Georgia Maloney, leader of the Brothers of Italy. What was once a fringe party has ballooned into the biggest in the country, and it's now poised to lead the most hard-right government since World War II. The fundamental problem in Italy is becoming the, the illegal immigration. Too oh. many immigrants. To protect the, the traditional family, a family composed by a mom, a dad, and sons. Italy's conservative superstar remains fiercely opposed to adoptions and surrogacy for same-sex couples. The fiery 45-year-old is comfortable with some of the hallmarks of Italian fascism, like this motto. God, fatherland, and family. That's fascism now? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. You know, um, you got to, I mean, this is, uh, what do we call this? Propaganda. What, 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 from CBS? From CBS. No. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Pastor. Yeah, we should do a conference. We're doing a conference, we should, we should do a actually. conference on this. Yeah. Um, Seriously. Yeah, I mean, th- this is the fact like this is the party of fascism in the same way that Democrats are the party of the KKK. Wait a second. <laughs> but the Democrats are the party of KKK. Well, are they? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, and, they and, started and, the KKK, and, and I would, I would yeah. say, and that's actually a closer connection. Yeah, yeah. But of course, you know, they would freak out and you know light their hair on fire. I mean, you that. have literally Hillary Clinton who is praising um, Margaret Sanger, who is a part of going to events with the KKK and praising what they're doing. You yeah. know, so right. But I'm just, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to show them a mirror. Like, like, like if, if you're going to do this, yeah. okay. then do it. Okay. Yeah. But if you're not going to do it, then stop it. Well, I yeah. think I'll yeah. stop it. But there is. So, OK, so you got. Um, I would like I would like to define fascism. Well, they just did. No, no. Like, well, like historical, you know, you know, remember yeah. your dictionary yeah. that, that Jason Farley gave you? Yeah. You know, it's like the historical, Webster. like true definitions of words. Not something that was made up in the last 10 minutes or, or right. 10 decades or 10 years. You got one of those? You know, yeah, fascism oh, is dictionary? authoritarianism. Authority. Authority. You didn't even drive for 11 hours I didn't, I didn't, on, on Friday and Saturday. Um, it's dictatorial. <laughs> it is. I'm just moving on. It, um, it is a, a, uh, we, a we the government is ruling over industry, even though industry might be separate. The government is still ruling over industry. They're in bed together. That's what fascism is. Yeah. I mean, this is not. She's not dictatorial. You want to know what fascism? That's that's Biden in COVID. Well, it's funny. That's th- Fauci working with big tech. That's what fascism is. That's now, authoritative. That, but I think what we're seeing here is everything that the Democrats say they love, which is democracy. So you have a group of people who actually decide to vote for a particular person right. that they yep. wanted to be in power, and they voted for that person. Yep. And everybody's saying it's but fascism. Knox, Knox, it was the lowest electoral turnout in decades. 
So just saying. <laughs> so then democ- democracy, how come all of a sudden when they don't like it, it's fascism. But when they do like it, it's democracy. Yeah. Democracy won out yeah. here. So democracy doesn't care if it's fascism or not. Right. According to democracy, it doesn't matter. It's whatever the people want. And if the people say that they want a four two, how tall is she? Like five two or something like that? Five four. Five four. She's, if there's somebody. Haley, like, Haley's five two. And yeah, she right. said she's two inches taller than me. That's five right. four. Yeah. yeah so good, if the people helpful. want yeah. a yeah. five yeah. four Our woman. Benchmark. Yeah. <laughs> How, how tall is our assistant producer? Yeah, uh, just based it off that. Yeah. Yeah. If, that, if that's what the people say they want, then what's wrong with the people choosing yeah. to, to vote this particular well, way? Because they're straight now up. racist. Like, straight up. Like Italians are now racist for voting her in. Yeah, mm. Straight up. Right? All right. So, but what's incredible is, man, some of the speeches that I've seen recently from uh, Georgia. I'm Georgia. Probably, I'm, Melania. Georgia. Georgia Melania. I'm, Georgia. I'm probably, all right. Georgia. Uh, are, have actually been pretty inspiring and pretty uh, I kind of wish some of our you conservatives be, here. You want to be a US. fascist too? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, here's here's our next clip talking about like you know nuclear family. Sí, a la familia natural, no a los lobby LGBT. Sí, a la identidad sexual, no a la ideología de género. Sí, a la cultura de la vida. No al abismo de la muerte. Uh. Sí a la universalidad de la cruz. No a la violencia islamista. Sí a fronteras seguras. No a la inmigración masiva. Sí al trabajo de nuestros ciudadanos. No a las grandes finanzas internacionales. Sí a la soberanía de los pueblos. No a los burócratas de Bruselas. Y sí a nuestra civilización. Y no a quienes quieren destruirlo. So she says, um, uh, no. Uh, so she, who, who she was speaking in tongues. Yeah. I, uh, yes. Yeah. And, yeah. and we got, Gabe can translate. <laughs> yes to natural families. No to LGBT lobby. Yes to sexual identity. No to gender ideology. Yes to, can, to culture of life. No to the abyss of death. No to the violence of Islam. Yes to safer borders. No to mass immigration. And yes to work for our people. That's yeah. kind of a, a shorthand right. translation of, of what just happened there. Um, and that's what that's what she's saying. So um, so the natural family is now It's back. Fascist. It's racist. It's fascist. Uh, yeah. The 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 Ma- depravity Ma- that comes from LGBTQ stuff, that mm-hmm. stuff is uh right. that Bad, that's right? that's fascist. Yeah. Uh to so, say that you don't want to have that in your culture and community. Islamic violence. Yeah. Men, being against it. Men, fascist. women, right. those type Ma- of male and female. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh that's that's uh, so it's funny because now I'm starting to feel like wait a second, now the way that they view MAGA, we're all fascist. Yeah, so the Republican, I was just listening to a speech today from Biden over the weekend. He was talking about not everybody who's MAGA is mag is bad, right? Not everybody who's MAGA is bad. And then later down the speech, he starts saying Republicans voted against this, you know, $1.7 trillion bill. And the MAGA folks, you know, and he just put the MAGA and the Republicans all together. And I'm starting to realize there was an old friend of mine back in the day who said, son, if you, you live long enough, when you start seeing culture leave you. Like you don't move, you don't go anywhere, but the culture itself progresses outside of normacy, right? And so I remember that because I was like, oh man, that's not really going to happen. But I'm watching just the idea that you, like the whole meet the press situation. Hmm. That whole situation was, wait, this is normal. This is what normacy is. This is the very foundation, the bedrock of humanity in the world. And somehow that's insane. Right. Yeah, they, they can't get it. I mentioned this in the sermon yesterday at King's Cross, but um, the 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 gal just coming going over and over like they believe that women 
wives submit to their own husbands. Right. Wives submit to their own husbands. And and this last week, I, I was actually, I read this article on Alexander de Tocqueville's book, Democracy in America. Yeah, Remember Alex, Alexander de Tocqueville came over and visited American colonies to just sort of write about like what's going on here in this place in the early 1800s. Yep. And one of the chapters he writes um, about women in America. And the thing that he says is that it's striking how much, how women are so oriented to their own families, to domesticity, he says. It's striking. And he says, and yet, I know of nowhere else in the world in which women are held in such high regard. He says, if there is one thing that I would say is most striking above all else in America, it's their women. Mm. I mean, that's a striking testimony Mm. of of this outsider, this French Frenchman coming over to see what's going on here. He says, could have been Italian. I mean, for re- <laughs> Watch it. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. But, um, but he says the women are given to their homes. They're given to, to their families. They, they're, they're known for submission to their own husbands, orienting themselves to their, to their homes and to their families. Yeah. He says, and I know of nowhere else in the world where women are held in such high regard. And it is one of the most striking things about America is their women. It was a glory. Right? Mm. The, the domesticity of women, the submission of a wife to her own husband in the Lord, um, was the glory of America yep. at, yep. One, at one yep. time. Yeah. And now you have somebody like Ann, what's her name, on Meet the Press. Yeah, yeah. Thompson, um, I believe. And Thompson go, going on about, how, like, can you believe it? Yeah. Can you believe it? They believe that wives should be submissive to their own husbands. Alexander de Tocqueville saw it and said, yes, it's striking. And it's one of the most glorious things in yeah. America. Yeah. I know of no other place where women are held in such high regard. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, talk about, you know, uh, the culture moving on. Yeah. I mean, this is what built America. You know, and this is no surprise that they're after our women. I keep seeing this. So you remember that teacher in Canada who had the... Um, huge breast, the guy who was walking yeah. around, blackface yeah. and women. The prosthetic, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Black, um, blackface and women. That's exactly, right. and and it drives me nuts because I just keep thinking to myself, if a if a if anybody else ran around with black paint on their face, just going to the store yeah. and and trying to act black the whole time, my dude, how you do? And yeah. was just acting right. like that the whole time. Right. We would have a fit, right? And yet yeah. a woman. The, a dude, the, the, a dude is trying yeah. to do that to women and convert because it's where our courage comes from. Right. Beauty begets courage, right. and so they're coming after that to destroy us. Mm. That's what gets us not to fight. If they can mar that image, if we let them mar that, Tocqueville's seeing something that's beautiful about the country because of the mm. women, mm-hmm. right? They're protected. We die for our women, right? Don't mm-hmm. you mock them, right? You can't make fun of them, right? There's something at the end of this. Part of what's missing in the left right now, they don't see yeah. even the ones that are trying to be. I don't think that everybody's gone completely out of their mind on the left. I don't think so. Right, I think there's right, some right. who are trying to be nice right. and create this world for everybody and don't see that this LGBTQ stuff brings in another perversion outside of yeah. what they're just seeing. They have no idea. Hmm. And so they're wondering like, what, what's wrong? Why are you guys acting so crazy? There's something else on the end of that. There's something else to the end of destroying the beautiful image of women and mocking it right. as if yeah. you can just right. Yeah, take and the I, most I, exaggerated and beautiful things, things meant for life, and right. exaggerate them to right. that end. Right. What are you trying to communicate? Right. I think I think there's even a number of conservatives on, on the on the on the other side who they are s- French see this as like kind of perverse, kind of corrupting, uh, kind of bad, but also don't see it for the insult that it is. And it is one. They they do not they don't see it as blackface for women. 
They, right. they, they don't. They don't like. They would never. They would never be caught dead doing blackface. Right. But and and but they see this as just sort of like, oh, it's kind of perverse. It's a little bit raunchy. Yeah. It's kind of body. It's not appropriate for children. Right. But, mm-hmm. but it's like, yeah, yeah, and it's insulting every real woman in the world. Where's the Greta Von Berg? Was her name? Yeah. Saying, how dare you? Thunberg. Yeah, Like, where's she at right where's now? Your, uh, where's your how dare you? I don't have that. All I have is this <laughs> Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. There you go. That's fair. Yeah. So, uh, Georgia, there's another clip where she actually hits on some of the things that we're, we're talking about right now. Potrei farne tante altre di queste domande. A monte c'è quella che ci facciamo oggi. Perché la famiglia è un nemico? Perché la famiglia Why is the family an enemy? C'è una risposta unica per tutte queste domande. Perché ci definisce, perché è la nostra identità. Perché tutto quello che ci definisce in questo tempo è un nemico. Per chi vorrebbe che non avessimo più un'identità e che, fossero, che fossimo solamente schiavi, consumatori perfetti. E allora è sotto attacco l'identità nazionale, è sotto attacco l'identità religiosa, è sotto attacco l'identità di genere, mm. è sotto attacco l'identità familiare. Non devo potermi definire italiana, cristiana, donna, madre, no. Io devo essere cittadino X, genere X, genitore 1, genitore 2, mm. devo essere un numero. Wow. Perché quando sarò solamente un numero, quando non avrò più un'identità, quando non avrò più radici, beh, allora sarò lo schiavo perfetto in balia della grande speculazione finanziaria. Il consumatore perfetto. Chicago gave me goosebumps. <laughs> e questa è la ragione per la quale... Questa è la ragione per la quale oggi noi facciamo tanta paura. Questa è la ragione per la quale oggi questo appuntamento fa tanta paura. Perché noi non vogliamo essere dei numeri. Noi siamo qui per dire che noi non siamo dei numeri. Noi difenderemo il valore della persona umana, di ogni singola persona umana, perché ognuno di noi ha un codice genetico unico e irripetibile. E questo piaccia o no a del sacro. Lo difenderemo. Difenderemo Dio, la patria e la famiglia che fanno tanto schifo a qualcuno. Lo faremo per difendere la nostra libertà perché noi non saremo mai schiavi e semplici consumatori in balia della speculazione finanziaria. Ecco la nostra missione, ecco perché oggi sono venuta qui. Scriveva Chesterton ormai G. più di un secolo Chesterton. fa. Vediamo se, lo, se ve lo trovo. Fuochi verranno attizzati per dimostrare che 2 più 2 fa 4. Spade verranno sguainate per dimostrare che le foglie sono verdi in estate. Quel tempo è arrivato, signori. Siamo pronti. Grazie. Incredible. She said that time so, is here. So wow. to recap just a little bit wow. for those who are listening wow. audibly here. Yeah. Uh, 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 if you're listening like, audibly, wait a second. If you're listening audibly, download the app and watch, and the, watch video, the video because yeah, it's yeah. all right it's all there. Yeah. We just, just want to. We interpret audibly. tongues on this show. Yeah. Just so, so you know. So she starts off with basically asking this question. Why is the enemy? Why is the family the enemy? Right. Yep. And then and then she goes on and says their play is they want to lose distinction with what the family means. They want to call us number one or gender X or, right. you know, number two, number two, parent one, parent two, parent one, parent two, you know, not mom, not dad, right? Because this is how they control you when they can, when this is, this is actually, I think a lot of our society, our democratic play right now is they want to flatten out any distinctions that we have That's in our right. society. Yeah. And when they do that, they win. <laughs> And then she, um, you got anything to fill yeah, in? Fill, I fill in there. Yeah, but I think one of the things that's really interesting is she's actually tying it not just to the government, yeah. but to financial exploitation. Yeah, yeah. economics. She's, she's, yeah, she's saying that, um, and I think I think it's it's collusion. It's big business and the state in collusion. That's right. Uh-huh. Uh, where we are reduced 
to mere consumers. Yeah, that, yeah. Um, and and she and world and, economic form stuff. That's right, what she's right, going after. Right. Rather yeah. than being globalism, she says, "But we're human. We yeah. have unique genetic code. Unique genetic code. We're, we're, we have nations. We have families. We have religion. Yeah. We have all I'm these." I'm a things. Christian. I'm a Christian. I'm an yeah. Italian. I'm a woman. I'm a mother. Yeah. Um, I, I think she says, "Is it Italian nationalism? Is it, is it what is it, Christian yeah, nationalism? Maga, in Italian? Maga. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but I like it. Yeah. Whatever." Yeah. <laughs> But then she so, finishes up with that GK quote, which is in, this is incredible. So this is at the uh, end of uh, GK's book, The Heretics, and The Heretics was a, a, a series of essays going after um, uh, prominent uh, the- theologians, philosophical um, uh, authors at the time, okay. and calling out their heresies, basically. And he starts off, and he ends the book with, "Okay, this is this is what orthodoxy sh- looks like." Um, the last chapter, and then he later on, everyone knows his book, The Orthodox or Orthodoxy. He, they know we most mm-hmm. of us know that book yeah, better book because it's a response some to all us, the critics regarding it. his work on heretics. <laughs> so here's 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 the quote. Here it says, "Truth." Uh, this is the full quote to give you what she gave you at the end. Uh, the last paragraph of Heretics: Truth truths turn into dogmas the instant that they are disputed. Thus, every man who utters a doubt defines a religion. And the skepticism of our time does not really destroy the beliefs, rather it creates them, gives them their litmus, their, uh, their limits, and their plan and defiant shape, their plain and defiant shape. We who are liberals once held liberalism lightly as a truism. Now it has been disputed, now that it has been disputed, and we hold it fiercely as a faith. After it's been disputed, we hold it as a faith. We who believe in patriotism once thought patriotism to be reasonable, and thought little more about it. Now we know it to be unreasonable, you know, like a family is unreasonable right, right, now, right? right? And and now it is and know it to be right. And know it to be right. We who are Christians never knew the great philosophic common sense which inheres uh inheres in that mystery until the anti-Christian writers pointed it out to us. Mm. So we assumed we assumed our Christian faith for so long, it finally gets pointed out uh and it goes on. The great march of mental destruction will go on. Everything will be denied. Everything will become a creed. It is a reasonable position to deny the stones in the street. That that's reasonable. Oh. It'll be a religious dogma to assert them. <laughs> right. It'll it, it'll become like religious faith to say no. There really are stones in the street because every, the reality everyone is being denies denied. them is being denied. Yeah. It is a rational thesis that we are all in a dream. It will be a mystical sanity to say that we are all awake. Fires, here's her quote, fires will be kindled to testify that two and two make four. <laughs> That's America. We're, we're debating yeah. two and two right now. Yeah. Swords will be drawn to prove that leaves are green in summer. We'll be fighting over it. Yeah. We shall, and then, the, that's where her quote ends, and then uh, to finish, we shall be left defending not only the incredible virtues and sanities of human life, like there are literally stones in the streets, mm. but something more incredible still, this huge impossible universe which stares us in the face. We shall fight for visible prodigies as, as if they were invisible. Mm. We shall look on the impossible grass and the skies with a strange courage. We shall be one of those who have seen and yet have believed. Yeah. Incredible. Right. You know, this is. If you haven't read Orthodoxy, I haven't. you are a heretic. Oh! Blah, <laughs> blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. I haven't read it. I didn't need to read it. Oh, man. You know, this is go. I've been, the last year, I've been going through kind of getting a foundation on two things metaphysics and cosmology, mm-hmm. right? And 
some of the I'm seeing this right here what he's talking about yeah. so clearly where the things that we know to be true we can see them right in front of us they're denies you are a man uh uh-uh. uh yeah. Right. No, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I'm bought, stealing from you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, I bought these prosthetic boobs. Right, exactly. See, right. I can become well, and, and the other thing too is, you know, economically, we're not stealing your money. Right. We're not. Right. Yeah, yes, actually, you yeah, are. You are. We're not making things. Work. You just told us not to go to work. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, right. we can help you. No, you really can't. Right. No, get out of the way. Yeah. This is, and, and part of the the challenge that I've struggled with is. Arguing with people who say, no, the emperor does have clothes on. Like, no, he really doesn't. You know he does. I know you see the same thing. Don't act like. What do you do when you have this group of people who are pushing you the complete opposite way of the truth? You know, well, you just stand there. stand there and you keep saying it. And you keep saying the same thing. He has no clothes on. And here's the thing. This is why we got to bring Romans 1 to this. I know that you know that you're suppressing truth. Right. Right. That's the other thing. I think we stand there and absolutely have the conversation, but also stand there and say, and I know, I know. And I know that you know that you're lying. Yeah. Right? I know that you know that you're lying. Right. Yep. It's true. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word didn't stay in heaven. Come on now. The Word became flesh and dwelled among us, and we beheld his glory. The Word became flesh. The story of God's grace became flesh, and it is that Word, that truth, that story that will fill the whole world. That's why this year's Fight, Laugh, Feast conference in Knoxville, Tennessee, is on lies, propaganda, storytelling, and the serrated edge. The word is a sword. The word is our glory. So join us October 6th through the 8th as we fight, laugh, and feast with beer and psalms, speakers including Pastor Doug Wilson, George Gilder, Ben Merkel, Jared Longshore. I'll be giving a couple of talks. Mm. Chocolate Knox will be doing a roundtable with the Wilsons and Merkels on why stories are so potent for building family cultures that win, all culminating in a live show with Megan Basham and Jason Whitlock, talking lies and journalism. And remember, we just announced a one-day Saturday-only pass yeah. for just $99 a person. People will be signing up for that, too. Find yeah. out more and register today. You can also, is there still room to become a vendor? I don't know if that's, that's what is that possible? Probably, I'm sure we got a couple of spots left. Okay, fightlaughfeast.com, sign up today. We can make it work. And, and if you can't make it, Become a club member and you can stream it all live. Oh, that's right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's yeah. You right. catch all the talks live right. streaming. That's right. All right. There, I think there's a new McCarthyism coming. What? Can, can I say yeah. that? McCarthyism? You know, you know, finding McCarthyism. Up, finding the co- oh. back, back in the day. You I, know? See, I see yeah. hunting for communists. Kevin McCarthy mm-hmm. came out with um, what he's calling. Um, uh-oh, uh-oh. I just lost the term for the, it. We, a commitment to America. Yeah. All right, oh. so so here's what's happening. So original. I know. Commitment Commit- to America. <laughs> remember, remember Newt Gingrich? His was um, in the 90s. Newt? Newt Gingrich. It's like a agreement with America. Covenant with America. Covenant with America. Contract. Yeah. Contract with America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Contract with America back right. in the 90s while he was cheating on his wife and Bill Clinton was cheating on um, his wife. It was yeah. great. Um, it's and so great. Kevin McCarthy, because the Republicans are smelling a victory in November. Right. And so they're kind of... Jiggering and lining up, that you know, yeah. you, you got you got people kind of um, vying for certain authoritative okay. position in the Republican okay. parties, right? Because right, right. right. people want to be the chairs of this yeah. and that and yeah. so forth. Uh, well, Kevin McCarthy, he's the 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 GOP committee. Um, uh, uh, it's not a thing, game. Yeah, it is. I like it. Yeah. I like it. It, for them, it is okay. until until they change their ways. Okay. Um, he's one of the leader. He's the leader in the ha- uh, House right now right. for for um, the minority leader. The minority leader. Right. So he came out with this uh, commitment. Okay. Okay. And there's four main themes. Okay. I'm gonna actually let Kevin talk about it here for a minute, and then we're gonna hash okay. it out. Okay. 
They control Washington. They control the House, the Senate, the White House. They control the committees. They control the agencies. It's their plan. But they have no plan to fix all the problems they created. So you know what? We've created a commitment to America. I want that. I want that pamphlet. Where's that? Commitment to America. Hey, look, there's what's her name in the background. We're going to talk about it today. Yeah, Marjorie. We want an economy that is strong. That means you can fill up your tank. You can buy the groceries. You have enough money left over to go to Disneyland and save for a future. (laughs) The paychecks grow. They no longer shrink. Did Biden write this? Go to Disneyland? We have a plan for a nation that's safe. (laughs) That means your community will be protected. Your law enforcement will be respected. Your criminals will be prosecuted. We believe in a future that's built on freedom. That your children come first. They're taught to dream big. Come on. And we believe in a check and balance that government should be accountable. No longer special interest. We should work for you, not the other way around like it is today. Better play Greta now. Play Greta. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. That was the most uninteresting, uninspiring. We'll take this backstage. You almost made me stop voting. I'm not going to vote for any Republicans (laughs) now. I have a quote for Nancy. If you're single, get married. If you're married, have you some kids. If you have kids, go baptize them. Until tomorrow, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. This guy's about to tear this thing up. This is crust politics. Republicans make me so mad. It is the duty of the free man to resist tyranny at every turn. Every man will either watch his freedom stripped away or take action to protect what he loves. Introducing the A3, the newest revolutionary body armor from Armored Republic. The A3 is the new standard for lightweight multi-hit body armor. A3 plates are incredibly light at 4.6 pounds. The patented design captures fragmentation while remaining multi-hit capable. The A3 will stop up to M80 ball, yet comes in at only 0.7 inches thick. The A3 is the thinnest NIJ.06 compliant or certified composite standalone plate that includes the drop test. The A3 is the first of its kind, patent pending, that combines an alloy strike face with polyethylene backing, revolutionizing body armor technology by providing strength and durability while remaining sleek and maneuverable. The A3 is the new standard in lightweight body armor. The fight against tyranny just got stronger. Hi, I'm Robert Borton, CEO of Classical Conversations, the world's largest classical Christian homeschooling community. I'm launching a new podcast, Refining Rhetoric. If you like cross politics or just listen to hear what crazy stuff they're saying today, you will enjoy Refining Rhetoric. You can find us on your favorite podcast platform. I practice the 15 tools of learning by interviewing great guests, looking at current events, and talking about cryptocurrency. Meet Big Ed. He has a tax-funded taste for children. Big Ed knows that the best grooming starts early. He has a plan for your preschoolers, a plan to gender-confuse your grade schoolers. 
But if you think his grooming stops there, you have not been paying attention. Big Ed wants to liberate your daughters from old-fashioned ideas like, well, you already know. Big Ed has dorm rooms ready for you in prison buildings of learning, and professors standing by dedicated to grooming young adults in doubt and unbelief. After all, he is the gatekeeper of this brave new world. And if you want a job, you'll need to pay him with years of your life for a permission slip. Yeah, whatever. You think David paid Goliath for a certificate in giant management before those two squared off? Did Luther major in theses? Was George Washington summa cum laude in empire repellent? while Jefferson focused on ag with a minor in declarations. When the world needs saving, meaningful vocations abound for those who are truly prepared. And the truth is, despite Marxist advances, this is still America and Big Ed is still a voluntary opt-in. So don't. Not at any level. Not preschool, not middle school, not college. It isn't complicated. When Big Ed offers you free candy, Stay away. You'll thank us later. We know it's crazy, but run with us here. Men and women were created in the image of God. You don't need a government certificate of faux learning for personal validation or permission to work. You were born with divine permission to pursue knowledge and understanding, truth, goodness, and beauty. And at New St. Andrews College, we are committed to helping students do just that to their fullest potential. In an age dominated by chaos when learning is on a choke leash controlled by Big Ed and his many strange friends, ours is an education for outlaws, an education for men and women committed to building a beautiful and free society in the ruins of the Western world. When thinking is outlawed, only outlaws will think. Yes, Big Ed hates what we do, but his hatred brings us joy. New St. Andrews College liberal arts for outlaws, mind, body, and soul.